Welcome to Low Key Podcast. I'm Keith, one of your hosts. And today, Aaron and I talk about a new show on Hulu called Woke. Uh, Tim couldn't join us today, but um, we did talk about, me and, between me and Aaron, we talked about how Woke is Woke. So, hope you guys enjoy this conversation, enjoy this episode. And also, um, do follow us on Facebook and Instagram at the Low Key Pod. And also for your movie news and more, you can visit moviemaker.com. I hope you guys enjoy. Peace. Oh, man. So this one was quite a ride, I think we could say. I mean, very interesting show. Made me think about, first thing I thought after I finished watching it, like how woke is woke? Is it really woke? What is woke? Well, it's something different. Well, no, I wasn't saying it's something different to what the show presents, but honestly, it's exactly what the show presents. And there's a lot of good things about this show uh, that, you know, we're definitely going to get into, but it has a lot of interesting flaws, uh, despite clearly good intentions that are really worth delving into um, as it pertains to this show and just how to actually give like a broad version of, of, you know, issues of blackness and, and, you know, just how these things kind of intersect with so-called um, corporate America and, and just how we navigate these waters. Um, mm-hmm. And, and in general, uh, you know, I think it's, it's worth before we kind of jump deep into all these issues, just kind of like laying out what Hulu's woke is about. Um, and the show uh, has a main character, Lamar Morris, who I think is probably best known for his role in New Girl. Um, right. He is a cartoonist in the show called Keith Knight, uh, as in K-E-E-F, which is pretty hilarious. Um, and he's doing really well for himself. Yeah, as a comic strip that's about to reach syndication, which gives an opportunity to like, you know, push the beyond the cartoons and other mediums and do all kind of cool stuff. And um, as he's doing a, um, he's putting up flyers actually for like the announcement panel for um, his syndication at this uh, Comic Con uh, thing that's going on there. He is um, attacked by cops who believe he's a suspect in a crime. Uh, they eventually realize their mistake after his white roommate accosts them and, and says, I'm going to take your badge, all this and that. And he, after that moment, is uh, having uh, inanimate objects talk to him and, and you know, tell him, hey, you know, you need to recognize the ills of the world. Because prior to this, you know, he's like trying to just say, you know, I'm just, my cartoons are just about regular stuff and we're just all humans and why we got to get into all this, you know, social political things with race and blah, 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 blah. And now that he's had this experience with cops, he has now become woke. And that is kind of the basic premise of the show in the trailer. And of course, you know, beyond we get to kind of delve into that as the episodes grow, but that's, that's how we begin. Um, and Keith, why did you choose the show? Cause you were the one who said you thought this would be a, a good thing to jump into. Uh, and you know, Tim and I, and I agree, Tim's not here this time, unfortunately, but we thought it'd be a good show to get into, but what made you think it would be something that'd be good for us to jump into? Hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. I got little sniffles and stuff right now. <laughs> you good? <laughs> it um, the first thing that I remember um, and I'm I might 
remember this wrong from back when I was in college and taking like African American lit was there was this um there was this statement that um WB Du Bois had about art about how all art is propaganda. So mm. on the trailer when um Keith Knight is talking to Asata and he was talking about just like what you were saying how um you know he does his comic strip um toasted butter oh it's ayana by the way that's the name of the character ayana ayana okay mm-hmm. uh he was talking to, to to ayana and you know he was talking about how his stuff is light and 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 so on and so forth and he was like why does it have to be you know political and so on and she was pretty much saying because the world is a fucked up place, right? Right. And that was the first thing that I thought about is this interesting thought of, not even an interesting thought, but this thought of like how, I guess for me, it made me feel like, um, it's almost like as a as an artist, especially as a black artist, it's almost like you have some type of, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, the obligation, what you're looking for? Obligation. All right to create certain type of works that are socioeconomic, political, racial type of things. Commentary. Commentary, right. And so yeah. we see Keith Knight, who is definitely not that guy. And we learn more so in the series that he's even more so not that guy, even after being assaulted by police officers. Um, but he tries to, I guess you could say, do his own brand of wokeness which comes off to be very um, superficial. But that's the funny thing. So you and I had this conversation yesterday before recording. I don't know if the show thinks it's artificial. I don't know if it's, it's intentionally superficial, but it's right. definitely superficial. Like that's one of the things that is almost ironic about the show itself. Um, to give some context around what we're talking about here so when everything goes down with the situation with the cop keith doesn't want to tell nobody what happened his roommate witnessed what happened and, and is who helped intervene and help it not go beyond just a physical scuffle to something that could have been a lot more serious um and you know hit so his two roommates he has a white roommate this is the one we're talking about who intervened and he has a black roommate the white roommate tells a black roommate. So the white roommate's name is Gunther. The black roommate is Clovis. Mm-hmm. Um, Keith doesn't want to tell nobody. He doesn't even tell his girlfriend who he's been with for two years because, and she's black and he feels like she won't understand. According to him, she's the sort of person like actually before um, his big, you know, speech at the con about the syndication, he asked her, you know, something about, her philosophy of life in some way and she was like you know she feels like people get what they deserve and he took that to mean okay well she'll also think that you know i had gotten what i deserve getting my ass by these cops so he just chooses not to confide in her you know which a character can do that's fine um but after he has kind of like a mental breakdown essentially he tries to go to uh the i don't know if it's like a publishing house like a pr group i can't remember exactly like who it is he's liaison with to get mm-hmm. to the syndication point and make all this money. And these people are giving an advance so on and so forth. But after he's blown the opportunity by having a mental breakdown on race and not really like even getting into the fact that he was assaulted by police, he just has this outburst. Um, they want their advance back. They sue him to ask for all the money back. He's already spent the money. And so everything he does going forward 
is always tinged with this whole idea of needing to get the money back to pay this advance back that he owes to these people. The pain of the racism is, is there in that he's having a mental, just a set of mental episodes and intimate objects are constantly talking to him. And that's how like, you know, they use kind of like this uh, cartoonish sort of um, situation where you got like, you know, malt liquor talking to him. You got trash, trash cans talking to him, markers, and, and sometimes his imagination, the characters he's drawn, Toast and Butter. Yeah, that's the name of his his comic strip. Um, but, you know, everything's about the end. Um, and and I, I thought about that, too, even as you were saying it, is like, like you said, it's hard to tell you what, what's intentional and what's not intentional with the characters and everything. Mm-hmm. And of course, when more so speaking on Keith Knight's character, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, what is, it go back to what we say, like what is actual wokeness? Like is the idea of him being woke, not so more, more much of the fact of what we think of woke as far as like you and this um, elevated way of understanding of, you know, race and the world and so on and so forth. But just the fact that he is aware of his blackness Whereas it seemed like at first, for some odd reason, he was not aware of certain things. Just I like think when, aware, well, to, to, I just want to ask this question because it's just the word you chose. Do you mean aware or do you mean acknowledging his blackness? Acknowledging it. Okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, like in a way to where like, at first he, he, he did not acknowledge it as almost like, almost like it's not a thing. Just like with the with the situation with the white woman's wallet that he found mm-hmm. in the beginning of the first episode, and Clovis was like, you know, don't turn that in to the police. They're going to think you stole this on and so forth, right? Right. Now, that is a, a slippery slope, but to be honest with you, I would have thought the same goddamn thing. I had no, uh-uh. Nope, 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 nope. I don't I would, touch shit like that. I would, I, <laughs> that shit would still be laying on the ground to this yeah. day. Yeah, and, yeah. But, but, but it's like for him... And I don't know how old his character is. Let's say he seems to be like mid-30s, late 30s or some shit like that. Perhaps, yeah, something like that. But for you to live this long and not but and not know that how that could be a problem or know that, you know, but okay, before but, I even say this, I, I, I just thought about it myself. I know black people that's like this. Yeah, yeah. Cause then so it's not a problem. Because I gotta say, we, we both know people who it's not a problem for them because it ain't happened to them yet. Right. And and they probably grew up in different backgrounds and stuff like that. So cuz it's kind of hard in a way to grow up like middle class in the south and not experience some brand of racism. Mhm. I mean, I think it's safe to say unless you maybe if you like even if you up a middle class or you really got money or oh, you shit, that, that that's that's where it really come out cuz they going to be a lot more blunt about the ways of the world and, and you know how you supposed to navigate cuz especially like when you you know, oh man, uh, how can I state this without? Okay, so all right, I'm whatever it is, what it is. So like, there are different sorts of uh, organizations, such as Jack and Jill. Let's say, for example, mm-hmm. um, where when I get into like all my personal whatever's about that, um, it is an organization that that is meant to be helpful to young people, um, and and it, it's for affluent um african-american folks and they are centered in the south and they're there to kind of help you know uh provide networking opportunities and things like that but you know along with that 
a lot of people have some qualms about the organization perhaps uh, being a little too um, really kind of teach people to be a lot very careful about um, the world and not just navigating the white world a certain way and not showing certain parts of your blackness to people. Right. Um, th th there's a way in which this show does that. Like, you know, I, I want to finish your point because there's this larger thing about how the these ideas are connected. But, you know, to your point, there are ways people may or may not um, experience that, you know, racism, but you learn certain rules about how things work and do not work. And you can choose to navigate them however you want to. Um, and I think the thing about Keith and, and the way this show works, it's, it almost seems like it's not that he's not aware of these things, but he chooses to try. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I see what you're saying. So yeah, because. But, but, but I agree with well, you. No, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying like, I think that's the intention of the creators, right? Yeah. Cause I guess in a way for him to navigate in these white spaces, he has to almost act as if he does not acknowledge. But well, I'm saying, so the show is saying he's making a, this is my assumption here, right? Cause I, I feel like they don't do a good job of, of like expressing this. Um, but I feel like Keith feels as if he must navigate the world like this to navigate in corporate America. Now, is that true? That's this whole other thing, right? Because even Ayana has her own publication and she doesn't navigate the waters that way. Mm -hmm. So it's not saying you, the show is not making the case that you must do it, but Keith feels like it's a thing he must do because that's what his brand with Toast and Butter is, is you know, predicated on. Yeah, and even Clovis said something about that. About um, that's that's pretty much his um, his whole brand is more marketed towards white people. But you know what? I I agree with I agree with you. But I think that's I don't think that's what the show is trying to do. Okay. Try to display him as someone that is actually aware of things until he's actually assaulted by the police. Mm. And so that's, that's what that's where I kind of have a problem with that idea. And the reason why I believe that more so than what you're saying mm -hmm. is the fact that he actually snaps. And well, so, so but, but OK, but that's the reason. All right. Again, this is about how you execute something in the show. And, and actually, the snapping is what made me say what I said. So let's kind of talk through that for a moment. I was making the assumption that he had some sense of it because of the sorts of issues he brought up during his breakdown at that con, it's not like it's never, it's not like the, these ideas have never come to him or he's never seen them. He's not reading off a teleprompter or somebody's feeding him stuff. He's saying these things out loud from his own mind. Now, whether he believed them or not or bought into it before the police brutality is this whole other thing, but it would seem as if he was at least um, exposed to these ideas. So that's why I said that. Oh, I see what you're saying. That makes sense. And whereas me, I viewed that as him just rehashing some stuff that he may have heard. Which could also be true. Quote, unquote, woke people throughout the years, like rather it was in college or just other black people, like you sitting down smoking weed and they just start talking about this, this random ass shit. And you just, you like, damn, that's, you know, you, that sound like something. <laughs> yeah. You know, you don't do any further research to back it up, but you like, oh shit, that shit sound real. But but like but here's the funny thing. That's in in my mind, that's what being woke is though. Mm -hmm. 
Do you know what I mean? Like, and I don't think the show does this on purpose. That's what makes it a little weird and ironic for me. I keep Keith feels so disconnected from the actual issues taking place beyond his own. Look, let's put it like this. If Keith had money in 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 you know beyond what he had to pay back, he paid pay back that advance and not be a big deal. There's nothing that's going to really guide him to continuing on this path of trying to identify in, in any way with his blackness. It's simply the fact that he was assaulted right. by police. That's one. It, it's a narrative problem, though. You know? Yeah, I think, I don't know. I, I think, I, I think it's, it works in the way that they want it to work. It's just, it's just very um, simplistic in a sense, right? Mm-hmm. That like, that you that you kind of want us to believe that this man who is like I said possibly in his mid thirties or whatever, and lived his whole life, and never felt any type of way about racism in the United States, and it took this one moment that just that just completely snapped him. But but wait, whoa 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 whoa. Are they saying that again? This is I feel like these are like narrative problems because we can't answer these particular questions we're talking about. Is it that he did not have or ha- like any thoughts or concern? Well, you know what? Let's take all this, all this back. He, we know because of how Clovis and Keith talked to Gunther that they have opinions about black people and blackness, right? Mm-hmm. And even remember, I want to say it's like episode two. Yeah. Keith is sitting on the couch and Clovis has brought a woman home that he wants to sleep with. He goes off to the sec to off to the south for a second. I think he's like going to the bathroom or something. Or maybe she does. Whatever happens, uh, she the woman sits down with him. He's watching this antique show, mm-hmm. and in his antique show, like they're doing like like auctions or something. Um, and there's some um, some sort of uh, item they're selling that's supposed to be from Native Americans or something, right? Mm-hmm. And the item on the TV starts talking to him about um, how it was pillaged during some sort of like, uh, like massacre of people, native peoples and how, whether jokingly or not, like it's saying this stuff, right. That it was used and put up the anus of, of people in some way or another. I don't really remember. Like it's, it's a crude yeah, joke, yeah, yeah, but like yeah. it's talking about whatever. But here's the thing. There's a point in the show where this is still so early. Like, okay, is this magic? Or is that that's something he remembers a halfway ass remembers, or just making up in his head, whatever, right? I think I think it's a combination of both, to be honest with you. That's how <laughs> I viewed it. I viewed it as a combination of like this is some shit like that that particular story in itself may not have actually happened. Mm-hmm. But if you know anything about Europeans and Native Americans, <laughs> <laughs> You could you could possibly make up some stories in your fragile brain, you know. All right, all right. So so but all right. So that's one where you can kind of make up stuff. But here yeah, here's yeah. where he for probably me, made some up. It's right, right. Of, but hey. but here's where the show is missing it for me, and this is why I say I I think it's ironically not catching its own like what it's doing all the way. The first time he has like a moment where someone's talking to him, it's like malt liquor. 
Right. It's like black people, or maybe it's even like the trash can. No, it's the mall liquor. It's the mall liquor. And then he is like, it's talking to him and he's talking back to it, but it's like in these black caricatures and it's talking like in almost like really kind of trite black sayings and like MNFers and N words and this and that. Mm-hmm. But again, people talk like that. That's whatever. But he doesn't talk like that. And his roommate doesn't talk like that. And the only people who are black in the show. So like if you take out Ayana and then you take out the bourgeoisie episode five thing where like, you know, they're around like kind of the black bourgeoisie who are like in the upper middle class or higher and they're of, of the, the art uh, artist class or however you want to put all this stuff, right? You take them out he's never around people who are not, I guess, supposed to be of some sort of like at least middle-class affluent artist kind of scene, except the dude who was the, so at the end of episode one, he meets the guy who was the suspect um, that the cops were looking for when he beat his ass. And he, he sees them, or see, excuse me, sees that one person who was a suspect while he's at back at the scene of what happened. And the guy's like, oh, you're Keith Knight. Da, da, da. Oh, yeah, man. Well, you got your ass beat. That was messed up. Hey, man, what's in the bag? And then he robs him, which is like, okay. Like, from a narrative perspective, I thought, that was, oh, that was interesting how that happened. But the thing is, like, he's the only other black person, black man, he's around who's not, like, supposed to be one of the, look, I'm going to put it however you put it, like, one of the, the black people that white people would feel comfortable around or however you want to put all this stuff, right? He's he's not of the same class. He's of a lower class. He's somebody who's not as educated, blah, 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 right? But the problem with that is every time he's talking to an inanimate object or is talking to him, it's talking in these black vernaculars that he doesn't speak with. And self for the, um, <laughs> the, I guess, the brown paper bag, the Cree Summers paper bag at the... Um, at the black salon thing, I can't remember exactly what it said to him now. Yeah, it was it was it was a little bit more like laid back, but it was talking about um, how he had to be a certain skin color. Oh, but that gets into this whole other thing about <laughs> it's just telling jokes about you know, I mean that's just a, a, a you know a joke people tell among each other. Right, that, right. You know, is now on Hulu, which is cool, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but it it it's not he doesn't have experiences that we see or witness with family, friends, or anybody else who would be impacted in a more, in a more, like who, who people who are not, for example, uh, you know, able to have this sort of uh, financial mobility mm-hmm. in life, uh, people who just are more sympathetic to the issue or people who even call him to see how he's doing because he's going viral for getting his ass whooped as, you know, as a victim of police brutality. These things and this lack of other sorts of blackness make it weird that like when he talks to these inanimate objects, it's like, where's he getting these voices and, and things in his head from? Because it's not magic. We do know what's in his head overall, like by the time the show ends but it doesn't really delve into like, where is it? Like, why is blackness to him this? You know? And it's yeah, like, I mean, a, there's a rejection of it to some degree. I mean, he, he wants it and, and, and you know, and, and, and it does, he, he embraces it to degrees, but it's like, I, I, I don't understand like where that's coming from. Yeah, maybe, maybe. 
maybe that's the whole point is that is to show that he embraces that that part or like you said he has like this type of stereotypical way in the way that he viewed blackness even though he's a black man himself but i just feel like i don't know if it's doing that on purpose though i'm just not it's not clear to me yeah i'm because he's never talking to to somebody who's like that well it's hard to say without knowing enough about keith's backstory right you know but just based off the little bit that we have based off like you said his friends the people he hang around even when you think about it um toast and butter right Mm because they they have a voice too Mm -hmm. right but when they appear their voice are more like whimsical type of shit like they right, right, right. you know what i'm saying they're, they're they're more cartoony more like um some acceptable type stuff right mm-hmm. and then everything else that's trying to urge him to to go down this like i guess different path outside this this um cookie cutter um whimsical shit is a is a black voice in the well the black voice is fine but it's like how they're t- like that's what i'm saying it's a stereotypical black voice yeah it, it's and, it's it's distracting in some yeah. ways because i, I think, I, think they did, I definitely think they did overdo it especially with the malt liquors you know i was okay with the garbage can honestly. i was okay with the malt liquor it's just like but they, it, it's there aren't even other sorts of black voices really coming up i guess you'll crease some but we could say that's true but they aren't like I don't know. Like it, it, it's, they're saying yep. things we've all kind of heard before. I don't really feel like it's like doing something. I don't, I don't need to be new. That's not even like what I'm really looking for. It's just these things, these voices in his head, either aren't coming from him or they're coming from him in a way that like the way he defines blackness just comes off kind of strange. But you know what? Now that I think about it, that's not. That's not too far fetched of a thing, though, right? Especially yeah, like, especially when we when you think about like, because I even know who black people that got a certain view about black people. That's of course, pretty of course. stereotypical, right? Yeah. Whereas, like, they might view white people in a whole different light. Like, they they might expect white people. Or how Dave Chappelle uses the white voice for white men. Or use the a white voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so. But he's black, so he should know black people who talk all kind of ways. That, right, that's right, the kind of right. Thing but I'm that's what about. I'm saying. But we we know I know black people that's like that that, yeah. that have a stereotypical way in in how they view their own people. But but he he is black, and he he affirms that all the time that he is black. Even when he's talking about things have can stay light, he affirms his being black. He sees himself is black so i would expect one of these things to talk like him at some point see what i mean it just it's kind of weird it, it's like because I'm, I'm thinking about his identity and how he affirms and thinks about blackness and, and he in no point is he like i'm not black he never says anything like that he even questions like hey did you lighten my skin here it's not like it's never on his mind he 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 is proud of his identity in many ways, but the way that he thinks about what others think of blackness kind of impacts what he. Because again, how much of this is intentional or not is like this whole other thing. I think there's a lot of really cool stuff you can do with it, but like, how self-aware are the, are the creative team about this? I don't know. To your point, though, I think that his voice is the marker. 
I think that is his voice. It's not in his voice, of course, but it's the it's his um I want to say I want to say I think it's his woke voice and his oh, idea. Wait, wait, wait! But but everything would have to be his voice, though. Well, I think I think the other stuff is just like it go to our point of like the stereotypical way and how he views black people, and those are in a sense his voice of these these things that's coming up in his head after he snapped. But his actual woke voice is the marker itself. But the marker talks to other things too, though. Yeah, because it's, the marker is his actual. Um, it's the what was it? The, it's the super ego or whatever. So it's really his his strongest part of his subconscious. I feel. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I was thinking about that because it also made me think about how. Let's take. I know this ain't good. To maybe a good comparison, but have you seen Fight Club? Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Okay, so spoiler alert, everybody. Uh, <laughs> Tyler. The main character in uh, what's his name, Tyler Durden. The name, so it's been a minute. Yeah. It's, it's so it's so fucking like different. Mm-hmm. But there are certain things about him is that Tyler is who the main character aspires to be. But it's mm-hmm. still him, like it's his subconscious, right? But it's a whole different person. Not don't don't look the same, don't act the same, don't the voice ain't the well, same. Well, well, yeah, to him doesn't look the same. Yeah, 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 gotcha. yeah. To mm-hmm. him, it doesn't look the same. Everybody else know that it's him, you mm-hmm. know, taking on this whole different persona. So I'm wondering if it's something like that. Like this is the this is the voice that you want to have, or this the voice that comes up when he snaps and starts um, acting a fool at the comic con. So, you know, it's the one that he hides. But by the time I'm done watching it, though, so it's really funny you brought this up. Uh, And again, the show, what it means to do it. it, it, It's so clumsy sometimes that it's hard to tell, like, what is and is not intentional. Mm -hmm. But by the time we get to the end and we really should talk about those last few scenes, because I thought that was some of the like the most rush ending (laughs) (laughs) in a while. when he's sitting in that jail cell and he and he's like, you know, I and I fought with the, the law and the law won. I'm like, yeah. this dude's crazy as hell. This is about a psychotic person. Right. Because he so when episode eight begins, he says he started seeing somebody in it in episode seven, he was definitely having like a, a mental breakdown. But here's the thing though. Um he's so bad shit really like when he's sitting there and, and we really should talk about his treatment of women and again i don't think these things are intentional some of these things they're doing there's so many things that we keep unlikable this is kind of insane uh but he's sitting in the jail cell and in right before this he's flicking beer at a police officer like when he's supposed to like make up in front of the media and all that and the dude tells him, look, man, you keep this up and we ain't going to treat you, you know, we, you know, you think it was bad when I knocked you to the ground like that. You want you for a whole new world. You know, you keep this up. And we've seen how that has worked in real life. Um, it does not go well in a lot of different cases. If most people ain't going to like just keep going about it um, just for the sake of it. He flicks the guy again, and the cops put him like a regular jail cell. Let him get a call. He calls of all damn people the the woman he broke up with, 
um, making jokes about how they need to get back together after he just got through telling her they shouldn't be together, so on and so forth. He's just like this really weird, selfish person. Uh, but I just don't feel like anything about what he does is motivated by actual grievances with racism. It's like it's just really always about him. Like it, the way they wrote the character, his, his, his what drives him in his actions as a character, the way it's written, is always about something selfish happening with him emotionally or monetarily. Right. And, and that's where, it, it's never about other people and it's never about helping other people. That is where, if from a characterization standpoint, watching it as an audience, the show didn't achieve what it wanted to for me. Right. But I mean, but but I guess I guess I think that that maybe that's just the point in showing like what like like I said like what is wokeness in a way right? Because I know and we both know people who are self-proclaimed woke people, and not necessarily good people. When you really look look at it, you know they talk some good shit. But you know, but, but, but wait a minute. Does the show just the question you on on the point, the larger point you're making? Does the show mean to reflect that, or do they mean for him to be heroic? Especially given exactly how it ends with all the cameras going off in front of him, and they're like, you know, you running for me? Are you doing this? Are you doing that? Blah blah blah. And the market comes out, yeah, we're back. Da da da. Because that would make it almost like some Breaking Bad kind of shit, where like he's doing things. Oh, because he kind of has to. He thinks. But then eventually he's just kind of like doing things. He's kind of like going too deep. And then it's like, it becomes like this whole other thing for him, you know? Yeah, I don't, I don't feel like they're trying to make him heroic. If they are, then that would be, I feel like that would be pretty trash. But I think that is what they're doing. Though. That's what I'm saying. The show is not, it doesn't seem to be reflecting him as being somebody who is acknowledging mistakes he's making or is doing things on behalf of this larger uh issue about mistreatment of black people he does say things about how especially when we talked to the officer at the end you know you harass people this way you harass people that way and you feel like you're under siege but you know i was just doing this and because the thing is it's not a at the end of the day like he's not even really invested in it in his art and you know outside the fact that he was you know having the issues he was having i mean the very fact that somebody like him and again it, there's an evolution of character that can happen right he went from actually making black people for rent which is like really crazy selfish to actually creating comic strips that depicted the violence that he underwent but again then it's about him again See what I mean? Like, it's, it's still never about, like, how it's impacting larger society or, like, just having empathy for others. And that's why he, the inability, like, the show's choice not to have him interact with other people and make relationships with other people who cannot do anything for him. That's why it, it in many ways, the overall message, if it's meant for him to, like, learn something, falls flat. Because it's always about building relationships with people who in some way give him something 
Right. And I think maybe, I mean, like I said, it's kind of hard to judge that part of the character just based off one season. If they try, if they plan on showing more of his character over a course of a, you know, couple of more seasons, because like you said, I personally don't think that they're trying to make him be a hero. I think a lot of this is intentional. I think the whole thing is that he chose to be ignorant to a lot of things. He wound up being more, you know, more so awoke, awoken to everything after his assault. But then at the same time, like we said, he trying to um, capitalize on his blackness now, now, and then also, you know, in a way kind of capitalized after the fact, after he started, you know, writing about what he went through. Now he's going to write about through that incident. Now we got the beer flicking thing. Mm -hmm. So now he's kind of making himself a legend, mm -hmm. which will in turn make his, his art a little bit more appealing to people. Mm -hmm. You but, see what but, I'm saying? Yeah, like you're it, actually talking through it. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. But but I don't think I don't think that he's he he's definitely doing it for selfish reasons. And and I think that what what we're gonna see if there is a season two is that if he does become a hero later on, it's gonna come at the moment when he realizes that that's what he's been doing all along. It, again, the, the, if if <laughs> that's how you would you would find a way to make that work if you're really kind of trying to be high-minded about it. Mm -hmm. I'm just not 100% sure like that there's an awareness of like completely that's what's happening because even like I do want to talk at least briefly about uh, Keith's treatment of women. Yeah, yeah, I know you are. Um, he's so Clovis, Clovis, first off, I it's worth saying the cast overall does a great job. I actually really like the performances a lot. They they have some great chemistry on screen. And yeah, a lot chemistry of is really, nice. Yeah, and, and it, the, the show shot well. I wish we had really started with all the positives. But I really do like a lot about the show. It's just like, you know, but the <laughs> the way that some of the messages execute a little clumsy. But I one, like the animation, too. I mean, yeah, no, they, no, they did the animation pretty animation's good. pretty cool. Yeah, and, and some of the scenes, like, I mean, some of the episodes that are the best are just like the character driven things like episode six probably is the strongest episode and it's, it's just like them in the apartment and that's it. Um, but it also has some of the most manipulative stuff from Keith too, which uh, we're about to get to. Um, but so his first girlfriend, um, Trina, who's a lawyer, um, <clears throat> she is, is black and um, I guess what some people would consider like a conservative black woman. I don't know. Uh, but she's at least somebody who says like, you know, don't screw up your opportunity because of, you know, you know, you're being silly in some way. She doesn't even know about the police situation. Um, There's also this weird thing in this show where like it's taking place in modern day and people say stuff goes viral, but nobody recognizes him getting his ass whooped. It's really strange. Even like when the con thing happens, he he has the meltdown, but nowhere is anybody connecting that he just got his ass whooped by cops the day before. It's a really weird oversight um, that could have brought some additional depth to what was happening, but, you know, whatever. Because um, it's like, for her, for the roommates, I have to tell Trina and her not find out and realize, oh, my goodness, like, this happened to you. 
I'm so sorry, or, 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 or even have the opposite reaction. Like you can make that work in some really cool ways. But anyway, he decides for her that she just ain't going to get it. And he's really blunt and, and nasty about it and, you know, mm-hmm. not giving her an opportunity to, you know, um, show a certain amount of empathy or, or support or whatever. Um, and we see a similar but different thing that he does with um, Adrian, who's the white woman he begins dating after being at that, uh, I guess, what was supposed to be a get out uh, mimicry of some kind, or, or not mimicry, a uh, uh, homage to, to uh, get out, where it's like he's the only black person at the party and like they ask him all these questions about Wakanda land. Some of them jokes are pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> And, and stupid um but anyway so he meets adrian who's this white woman at the party and she's an artist as well and they really connect uh because of you know just you know artists and creatives do that sometimes like you know they're just really into each other but you know he's like i don't want to do nothing serious she's like that's cool we can just like you know have fun with each other and it is what it is and he presents a a uh, some new art after he does the black people for rent thing he wants to kind of you know take a different direction in what he's doing and um, he draws a picture of the two of them. And in that uh, episode, he meets the person who will be critiquing the work. And they say, if I see another white person, I'm a blah, 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 blah. So he tries to like mark it up, accidentally creates blackface on her. Everybody sees it. The critic likes it. She had, feels a certain way about it and she should. And, you know, she's like, look, we ain't got to talk about this. It ain't that crucial. I mean, it's not like we're in a relationship anyway. He's like, no, 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 it's not like that. I wanted to be more serious and da, 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 da. And then after getting her back on the side and they had makeup sex, he's like, yeah, actually, we're not good for each other. We're, we're you know, we're, we're going to be our worst sales around each other, blah, blah, blah. And then just boots it to the curb after, after having sex with her. And it's like, what is this? And then, it, like I said, the last, second to last scene, he's in jail and he just randomly calls her. He talked to her in two episodes. He's like, yeah, you know, blah, 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 blah. She doesn't even, like, really have a complete reaction to it. It's kind of like supposed... These things aren't treated. We are, the reason I said hero treatment, it's not treated with any sort of cynicism in those moments. It's treated like, oh, yeah, we're wrapping it up. And this is a sweet way to wrap it up. But that's not really a sweet scene. It's kind of fucked up. Yeah, I mean, all of that shit was fucked up. Yeah. Because because even like when he when he goes back to his, asks his ex for help. Oh, my God. That- with a lawyer and stuff. <laughs> I'm like, damn, she was a little too cool about that shit. You know, <laughs> I was dying like, when I saw that. Man, black like, woman no ain't gonna be. <laughs> I got a motherfucker. I got a woman right now to this day that hate me for less. I'm talking about for less shit. I told <laughs> me she would probably spit on the ground, nigga. You know oh, what I mean? <laughs> and so you mean to tell me <laughs> this woman you've been dating for five years? I think it was two, but whatever. It was, they were about to get a condo years, together. Whatever. It was serious. Yeah, two, two years, whatever it was. And now you gonna, you do her like the way he did her. And she just so easily come back and like, oh yeah, I'll help you. And then with the white girl, I felt like that would have been more of an issue with that. Yeah, black yeah, it would have been. Like, How dare you? <laughs> like I was, I was so confused. Like I was like, what are they trying to say about white women? No, because remember, before this happens, before this happens, so they had a makeup sex, and then they're sitting there talking and doing like cutesy talk. Oh, you know, 
uh, you know, we fight every six weeks and then this happens. Oh, maybe we, maybe we send to 10 weeks and oh, then maybe you'll get me pregnant. He's like, oh yeah. And then I'll ask you to keep the baby. And then you won't, she's like, oh yeah. And then you'll propose. And then they'll say, I mean, they're like talking through, you know, this is where our relationship we go. And then as soon as like, they kind of finish the end of that, that they'll say the jokes and they go, huh? He's like, yeah, I don't think we should see each other anymore. You're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like what? That was insane. I just couldn't even believe like that it happened if they put that in there. Like, what? Well, that made me think about it. She had, he had an issue with her throwing on his um black people for rent shirt. Yes. But then you go and make put her, draw a picture of her, and then put a black face on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's ter- he's terrible. That's what I'm saying. It makes him. But, he, he seems psychotic. Yeah, I think that's the point. No, I don't think I don't think they I'd be wondering if that's the point. I, I guess the reason why I'd be thinking that that's the point because I'd be knowing brothers that's like this. No, that's supposed to be woke. Focus on the text. Let's work on the text because I know what you're saying. But this show, look, what this show means to do, we need to worry about like what is put in front of us because I know what you mean and I know that too. But the show is the show. And you can't assume a bunch of people like us are gonna watch it. There's gonna be plenty of audiences who ain't like us, who, who ain't, this, this ain't even gonna like resonate the same way, but who just looking at what's in front of them and they just taking it for what it is. And this is where it'd be great to have Tim, all oh, of Tim, it'd be great to have you. Sorry you're so busy this week. This would be a great episode if you'd be present. We, we miss you, man. But the text is right in front of us and it's doing what it's doing with what we got. So, that's why for me there's this huge thing where it's like what it what like how much of these things are intentional these things don't feel intentional they Mm. feel like they they just didn't totally understand what they were saying with some of these things even like at the the beginning episode two i kind of could not believe because i was like okay they about to do something real cool with this maybe when he has that episode of, of about of craziness on stage and he ruins the syndication uh at the con he, he you know they're like hey when you go talk to the P- pr folks you go up there and you just act like ain't nothing happened you just, you just do it and he's like all right cool that's what i'm gonna try to do and then lisa is really cool scenes actually one of the best scenes of the whole show where uh, this woman sitting across from him and she's like, well, you think I don't, I don't go through this. You think, you know, da, 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 like you messed up, you know? And, but here's the thing, but again, the whole thing of like trying to pretend like it didn't happen. That's what white people do all the time with this kind of like brutality. Right. So I'm, I'm like, are they going to do something clever with this moment where he's doing the thing that institutionally he would say is a problem and they don't really do anything with it. But it did lead to some interesting scenes, but like, I don't know how much of the things they set up, they actually realize they're setting up. Even the, a, lot of st- a lot of stuff of the koala bits kind of blundered because he walks in front of this whole crowd, but the Cubby, I think is the name of the koala. Yeah, Cubby the koala. Yeah. So Cubby is, is uh, killed in a, in a chokehold by police and he goes out in front of them. He's like, I got something to say. And he makes this whole thing about like, y'all all upset about this koala, but y'all don't think about people this way. And then the dude's like, why is it always about race? And here's the thing. Again, it's 2020 in this show. I assume. I, I mean, it's not 
it's not long. I mean, if it, if it's in the past in any way, it's not like far in the past. Maybe like a couple of years or something. Well, they they mentioned the coronavirus at one point. So oh, I don't even remember that. Huh. Yeah, when they was on the bus, you remember it was that one woman with the mask on. Oh, I Clovis know. was saying like call her patient zero. Uh well, I well, I don't know if they would. Yeah, they. I don't yeah. know if they were saying no, but he was saying he said something about yeah, she she um. What you say? Got probably got SARS, coronavirus. He was just named. Oh him. yeah, 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 man. Hey, Clovis is amazing, man. T. Murphy's crushing that. I shit. think Clovis kind of make the show. So, I, ooh, I like ooh, Gunther ooh. a lot too, though. So but, let's get to that. I just, I just don't want to forget this particular point. And yeah, let's let's definitely get some 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 dap and in, in props in there because they were great. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, that's man. He was great. Um, he goes in front of these people when he's making this whole point. And it's like at no point, like all the people are present there and no one recognizes the guy who was caught on tape. Well, well excuse me, who, who the police got caught on tape beating his ass. No one recognizes it. And that would be an interesting thing for him to bring up himself, but he doesn't do it. And he never does it. Like when, there's a, when he's like in front of crowds of people having these breakdowns, he never mentions himself. He's, he, he's like absent in his own rage in the moments where he could say something that might resonate with people. I don't know what that's about either. It's a, it's a choice. It's a, like, I don't feel like these are accidents. These are choices. Let me ask you something. Cause I don't remember in the show, but did someone actually record the police? Yes, 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 yes. 100% definitely happened. They okay, make a, I don't they do make a point of showing somebody pulling out their phone and recording. Right. But I guess, with that being said, okay, we we got that it was recorded that it happened, but did anybody know that it was Keith Knight that it happened too? They because wouldn't the know, but think about it. You wouldn't know, but once he does that whole thing at the con, people will start connecting those dots. Well, no. No, because there are journalists out there, man. Come on now. Come on, that, that's well, a tweet. I'm saying, I'm I, mean, saying, I mean, I said it's a tweet. That's, that's I'm a, saying, but that, seem, that seems like too, I mean, we, we understand it because we're watching it, but just think about that like in real. No, nah, man, look, look, look. Google, all the internet infrastructure we have, if somebody went, because people start looking at everything about you once you have an episode. I mean, he's biting cardboard, man. Come on, like. Yeah, but what I'm saying is that like the, the assault, the, it just kind of happened and that was it. Didn't nobody take his name down. It just kind of, it was just like a real quick thing, right? So those two incidents are so far apart from each other. And it's a black man that I could see why two people wouldn't connect the dots unless they just so happened to, after he had the breakdown, go all the way back. And even still, I don't know how they would connect. I, 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 I feel like that's just, I feel like it's taking a lot of, li I mean, look, th these are, again, these are narrative choices we're talking about. You don't have to have him in the city center, right? He could easily be like on a side street somewhere doing that. And then you do the exact same thing and no one's present to record. I mean, again, these are, these are choices you make, right? And once you make a choice for him to be in the middle of a city center and you show somebody recording the shit, you can't then just be like, well, what you just said. Cause I mean, I feel like you can just choose for it not to be in front of people. And then it's like near their apartment or something like on the corner, he was just stapling something real quick. It's the middle of the night, whatever. And Gunther happens to come by and he tells him to stop. And it's not really a large set of witnesses. It's a crowded moment in like the middle of the day in the middle of the city. He's like in the Metro center. He ain't just like walking around, you know, 
some side street in a neighborhood nobody in like that. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that like that that's a you you just have to change that setting if you want it to work like that. I guess I, I see what you're saying, but I do think they seem like they just not too connected of incidents. So I can see that not people not connecting the dots in the that, that'd be so difficult for that to happen in, in around this time. I'm just saying in general, people pick up on all kinds of shit you wouldn't expect, like day to day, the the way things work in, in contemporary in this contemporary moment with all the technology we have. So yeah, but I mean, okay, so a man gets tackled down by the police, right? Mm-hmm. He didn't necessarily they didn't really do think much about it. Too. He's he's putting up the flyers. He had he, he's a, there's a lot of identifying things happening in that moment. Like even if you just put together the fact you see him staple, he already stapled some stuff up there, and the flyers are up. It's a very easy connection to make. It's, it's I mean, not even like you got to go. Maybe I'm looking at it like this. I don't think that would be news to too many people. You know what I'm saying? It's it may not, not like- but no, no, no. But look, so so national news is one thing. Local news is another thing. Even local news. Like, I mean, like, how many times, it been times I just be, well, with that being said, this is before, like, you know, um, Black Lives Matter and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, you could just be outside and the police would just slam you on the police car and stuff. And people stand there and watch, they could record or whatever. It's not going to be on the news. Not necessarily, so, no. Yeah, but, but now well, but- with that being said, now this is before Black Lives Matter. You know what I'm saying? Well, so, and before all the additional, by the time Black Lives Matter hit, this is right around the time smartphones start getting better and people are right, live streaming right. and stuff out there. Oh, that do that do play a part in, into that. But what I'm saying is that like stuff like that, police tackling somebody to the ground, especially a black man or, or a Latino man, is not necessarily news or national news. I'm not. It, well, again, it, it's, not, it's, not, it's not like he didn't do a con in New York, and then it's happened in San Francisco. These things all happening like blocks away from each other. Yeah. So I mean, like again, you're right in that it doesn't have to connect that way, but that's an opportunity to utilize a contemporary moment to do something cool. If you're going to have it happen in the middle of a city center, and right. his inability to speak to it personally out loud when other people know the shit happened would be very very interesting but they don't utilize it that way mm-hmm. i mean because the thing is there's that dynamic with his friends because they know it happened and they speak to it but he doesn't want to say it out loud you know what i mean even to his girl he won't even talk to her at all i don't know he act like his girlfriend was on um, candace owens or some shit or like she was the feds i don't know I don't know. <laughs> it's just kind I, of this weird thing. Yeah, I mean, what, what I'm saying, just in shows in general, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, they can't never have no eye-looking girlfriend. Or may, maybe, you know, what's fine is like, maybe that's just my, my personal opinion or whatever. But um, anyway. <laughs> Man, hey, I will say, there's some beautiful women all through this show. Um I mean, that, right. that just is what it is. Like, they, right. they, um, is what it is. The casting was was done very well. Uh, <laughs> but um, uh, I mean, yeah, I I guess you know. Oh man, I was laughing though because Sarah did say she she went on and on about this because it just so happened like right after um. So Sarah's my wife, and we were watching together, uh, the first few, 
and it was the middle of the first episode it, it cut the commercial and it was like right after keith was asking trina about something and sarah was like why is she in bed with her hair wrap and she was just so annoyed by this and i was like oh man she's like wait i mean other shows have women with their hair wrapped i'm like i know i mean uh, they just missed it i don't know but I, sometimes details like that are really really appreciated i, I just was kind of laughing because that was something that really stuck out to her as being a little weird yeah I don't know. Maybe that shows something about her damn character. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, a, again, is this an intentional thing or not? Is, is that an intentional thing or did you just fuck up? I, 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 I mean, the show, it does so many things well, but like, for what it's trying to accomplish, the, the, there's so many things that like, they, it's like, that, that are like, okay, so they didn't do this thing, but it must be because it's intentional. Right. Yeah, you know, like, and, and I don't know, that's kind of, it's weird. Let's assume that they just finished having sex and she like the type of woman that doesn't like, she does not feel sexy with a head wrap on. Okay. Yeah, because you know, there are certain women out here that do not give a fuck and ain't nothing wrong with that. You can be uh, sexy with your head wrap on or your want. I mean, I don't know who they are, but you know, <laughs> I mean like if, that's the kind of thing you expect with, with some rendezvous, some in, entanglements that, that, you know, last a couple of nights, but not like somebody you've been in a relationship with a few years. At that point, y'all way past the head wrapping phase. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Um, You'd be surprised, motherfucker, that still be trying to keep up appearances. But, uh, but I, <laughs> well, you talking I mean, like I woke up like this looking shit? Right. They, like, <laughs> like, girl, I know you just put on, you woke up at four o'clock in the morning to put on your makeup. So when I wake up, you looking good and shit. Do people do that? You know what? Nah. I mean, I, I, <laughs> no, not at the same, I mean, you, you made I, the joke. I, I mean, and I've I said it like a joke. Doing that. That's what I've, I've heard I've, of it. Yeah. I've, I've never witnessed it. I've personally experienced it in my Me. life. But no. it might also have to do with the women that I date. Yeah. We ain't rich. Yeah. And they kind of <laughs> They not a sugar baby, so um, and yeah, I'm not maybe, a sugar daddy, so maybe you cash in some of your your stocks and uh, you know, <laughs> start yeah. living that life. It still still won't be enough for that. But, <laughs> but anyway, with that being said, I think we talked enough about woke. Was there anything else that you want to add? Uh, you know, just that I'm glad they went for it. It's just one of those things, though, where you really want to make sure you're you're getting feedback from people who ain't just like in the same similar kind of circles. Because, like, I think some of these things could have been caught. Some of the things we're talking about, if there are people who aren't in your immediate space who are looking at these things. Um, but I, you know, overall, I'm glad the show exists. I want. You know, for, you know, I hope like people learn from things that happen within it. And, you know, if they do a season two, which could happen, right? Um, that they really do explore a little bit more about like, is Keith psychotic? Because that could be happening. I just really don't know. And, and there's a lot of really cool things they can do if they take that route. But I'm just not certain that, you know, they're kind of aware of how some of these things come off in particular with women. Cause honestly, once all this stuff is wrapped as far as the show itself, there just aren't a lot of redeemable things about Keith. 
it's not like, you know, is black men, we don't, uh, in that, now I'm saying this part myself about the irredeemable part. You didn't say that. Um, but I feel like while there are many things that we as black men can empathize with that he's going through, uh, as black people who work in corporate America, you know, you do, you either learn to deal with that shit, um, or you don't. And when you don't, you just kind of flounder and you end up just not able to do it or whatever. I mean, and, and that's a, it's a real skill and, and, and think you have to kind of like figure out how to go through. Like someday you just want to call out black and you can't because I mean, there's just no room for that. You have to have a certain amount of strength to, to persevere and keep going and, and find ways to, to cope. And that's where season two can do some strong things if they choose to go that route. But you know, it, it can't feel like you're going through a psychotic break. It is traumatic in many ways to have to, you know, suppress the hurt, you know, and the fact that as Doc Rivers, who's the coach of Los Angeles Clippers said recently when talking about stuff following, you know, some recent things when they did the NBA boycott, like America doesn't love us back. And, you know, we love this country and for us to have situations where we are hurt and can't really express these things or really do much about it, it can make you feel like talking to shit and like you're going crazy. And there's a certain element of that that I think is really real and it is, it can be really mentally challenging um, every day to go through that and, and you know, I just wish the show had done more to talk about how you cope and how you learn to deal with that, that pain and that hurt that's constant and is not going away and how you try to find a way to make an impact without putting everything else in jeopardy. That's a difficult thing to try to figure out. And the ideas there. Um, and I hope that if they go for another season, that they really, really delve more into how Keith is dealing with those issues um, in a way that is able to uh, really showcase what that hurt feels like beyond just the, the like trying to hurry up and make some money off of it. Cause that's what a lot of it's centered around or even just like his personal hurt all the time. Like, cause the thing is for us, just because it's not happening to us does not mean we don't feel that pain. Right. And for him, the, the, the wokeness is all about it happening to him. But for us, oftentimes, seeing it happen to other people, especially people that we're close to and that we know, that's the kind of thing, too, that bugs us. It's not just because it's about us. And, and, and I think that's where they need to, to grow the show if they go on. Uh, for season two. I think that's good. I think that's all we got for you guys. Thanks for rocking with us. We'll see you guys next time. All right. Peace. Peace.